0: Thank you for tuning in again to the Failing Awesomely podcast today. Minnie and I are going to be talking more in depth about motherhood and just where we are in our phase of motherhood at this time. I have two toddler boys, and Amanda, you have a nine-year-old and a twelve-year-old, so you have a preteen and a I don't before. Know
1: what nine-year-old is called? That's I don't a very know awkward.
0: Yeah. Time. He's awesome, though. I love little Nolan.
1: He's a good kid.
0: Yes, he is. So we're going to we're going to dive into that a little bit. We're going to talk again a little bit about uh what I did lists because I just fell in love with this idea when uh, Minnie mentioned it to me. And now I'm a little obsessed. I don't do it the way we initially described, but I think it still helps me go to bed at the end of the day, realizing what I did accomplish and not worrying about the to-do list that I didn't accomplish. Hi friends, I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to the Failing Awesomely podcast. I'm Lindsay Garcia and I have a desire to share my stories of failure, yes, failure, in business, motherhood, relationships, and while chasing big, big dreams. To say I've taken a lot of risks in my life would be an understatement. Here's the thing, in every failed attempt, there are multiple lessons to be learned and coming out on top is not only possible, but I can almost guarantee it. Hey, if you fail, that's okay. Learn from it and turn it into something awesome. Okay, so what I did list recap. When we talked about it last, you, I wanted you to introduce this in the podcast because you mentioned it when we had lunch together. And I just loved this idea because to-do lists wreck my day. Literally wreck my day. Because I never
1: accomplish what
0: I want to accomplish.
1: Things pop up during the day that you don't expect. Absolutely. Especially with little ones. And it's hard to stick to a list. So incredibly
0: hard. But what I did list, I can get on board with. Because even if it's so small, I can do that. So real quick, we're not going to dive in deep with this like we did before but I'm going to share my what I did list from today and I wrote down and it's not been a good day I'm not going to lie to y'all it's kind of been a crappy day I have a glass of wine we normally and Amanda doesn't she has tea but um, we never um, one of my rules is kind of like don't record with alcohol because a, I don't want to slur my words <laughs> and B, I don't want to say anything that I'm going to regret and then a podcast is just completely trashed like I can't use it. Um, but I I have a glass of wine right now because it's it's actually been a rough few days. It's so, been a
1: really rainy day here. Like it rained all day and it was just very blah and it for me it's hard to get motivated on those days. It's hard for me
0: to get motivated on those days, but I normally love those days. I do love them.
1: That's why I can't share a list specifically from today. (laughs) Except (laughs) for the fact that maybe it was like a self-care day. Like we sat on the couch all day and got caught, finished a show that we we watched Mindhunter. So we finished the season that just came out. See, Uh,
0: but what's great about that is that you and your husband... Because you have the, I don't know that, it, that we've said this before, maybe we have, but you guys have the same work schedule. You work at the same place. Yes. So during the week, while your kids are in school, you can, if you guys don't want to do anything one day, but binge watch Netflix,
1: you can. And that's perfectly okay. We specifically went to the grocery store yesterday and then we like our, we like the sparkling water from Wegmans. So we make a special trip there just for that. Aww. But I specifically wanted to knock it out in one day just to have a day of do nothing.
0: That is mean, a great gotta what be a I did be a perk
1: list. somewhere yeah. to working overnight, yeah. every weekend. So <laughs> today was it. It was a rainy day. We sat on the couch, but I don't regret anything. I was gonna say I think really you good. really
0: deserve that because this wasn't this past weekend but the weekend before. So Amanda and her husband Tyler's schedule. Well, Tyler's isn't yet, but soon his will be because your your schedules have changed and shifted a little bit. But she works. Can I share? Yeah. What your work? Okay. Mm-hmm. You work Thursday through Saturday, six p.m. to six a.m. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday nights, midnight to 6 a.m. Yes. And Tyler will soon work the exact same shift. Yeah, he's currently on
1: our old schedule still. They didn't switch over him. Which is Friday to Saturday 7 to 7. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Friday
0: to Sunday
1: 7 to 7. Yes. So so he didn't make the switch yet, but he is.
0: soon. And not this past weekend, but the weekend before, your boys and his son um, all had games. Every weekend. Every weekend. Soccer game. They're all soccer games at this point, right? Yes. So you guys go and don't get sleep and then go to these soccer games and then you basically get to sort of nap and then go back into work, which we came to Peyton's soccer game. Andrew and I did. I took my three-year-old and went to Peyton's game. And I just like, I mean, I could not believe
1: that y'all had just...
0: Doing those are and- actually
1: a big part of my what I did lists. Yeah, because when I sit here on ahead when I have the whole weekend ahead of me, looking at my work schedule and soccer schedule, I'm like, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? I'm going to be so tired. Can I do this? And I don't even I don't know why I ask that because I do do it. I, I I've been doing it for years. I've been on this mm-hmm. weekend overnight schedule for three and a half years so i i get it done but looking at it face like head on i'm like oh how am i gonna do this like the other day i'm like okay peyton only has three weekends of soccer left Mm -hmm. i can do this we're in the home stretch and then i realized in those three weekends he has eight games that is insane and this is not a tournament. These are just individual games crammed in. To th- So we have, Peyton has three games this weekend. Nolan has a game this weekend. Mm. On Saturday, they're games. Thankfully, they're in the same town. But they're an hour and 15 minutes away. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, so not I'll only do you, you not get
0: sleepy, you have to drive an hour yeah. and 15 minutes to watch their games. Yes. And I will not miss them. I will be I there. know you won't, which I am like... I applaud you all the time. So that's when I say, that's what I mean when I say, the fact that you wanted to give a random Wednesday rainy day for you and your husband to just chill and not do anything. Amen.
1: Like you need to it do. It felt that. so good. I have zero guilt. None. I would. I have did any do guilt. some laundry, and I got some laundry done, and I feel good about that. Well, psh- but for the most part, I was in my sweatpants all day, and it was so. It was like a big, giant reset, especially, you know, before I start my work week tomorrow. Good for you. Well deserved. My what I did list today
0: was um, I cleaned Goldie's tank. Goldie is our uh, beta fish, which I almost thought that I would have to come on the podcast and say that Goldie died because I have now brought him back to life three different times. I think
1: Goldie might live in a hospice at this point, (laughs) but it's still hanging on in there.
0: Goldie is so much better. Like Goldie is back to himself. By the way, Goldie is a boy. I realized oh. that Goldie is typically a oh, yes. female oh. name, but Andrew wanted to name Goldie after um, the Peppa Pig goldfish. So, yeah, he's Goldie. But um, yeah, I brought him back to life three times, and he is—he's doing great. I mean, but he, I realized that I need to regularly regulate changing out a little bit of his water because what the quote unquote normal schedule should be that's not good enough for Goldie so he requires some special care he does and it's fine was that on his
1: adoption sheet
0: <laughs> I really love that fish though I didn't know this about beta fish before we got one and I really didn't want to go into a tangent with these these uh what I did list but it's okay because well, I care, um, <laughs> but I didn't know that beta fish, when you have them, they actually grow attached to, I don't know if they grow attached to multiple people in the family or just one. I don't really know how it works, but when I come downstairs, anytime I go up to his tank, he swims like crazy and he is like right there. It's like, like a dog excited to see you. Oh, it's like a dog wagging its tail and it is the cutest thing. So I love this fish. And I, I know it sounds ridiculous because I think he cost like $4.60. But I do not want this thing to pass away. Like I want to keep him alive. So I had to clean out his tank today and I got that accomplished. Um, I also worked on gnome orders. Um, what I mean by that, just in case anybody doesn't know, is I've been selling these little gnomes that I've made. And they-, they are
1: adorable. I love them.
0: Thank you. Which has been great. But it just threw one more thing onto the fire and I'm like all right I'm ready for the flames to go down a little bit like I need some time David is working a lot right now so I don't have a big break my mom is awesome and she helps me any chance she can but I'm definitely I've definitely been feeling mom guilt and I'll talk about that in just a little bit um, number three I started laundry today and I have not I'm really embarrassed by this. I have not done any laundry in like two weeks. So, like, I ran out of underwear, got to that point, and I was like, okay, I have. I'm to jealous do. you have enough underwear to last you two weeks. I do. <laughs> enough comfortable <laughs> underwear, too. Like, cause I won't wear, you know what I mean? Like, the skimpy old underwear that you had, like, before you had kids. We
1: all have the underwear. Don't we all have underwear that we have in our drawers? But it's like, we don't touch it, I- we don't throw it away. No. But we never—it's never our go-to. Like you and think, we just don't. You think that at one point you're gonna be like,
0: "Oh, I, I'm gonna want to wear that again." Like I'm gonna want to feel young and blah blah. Yeah, I never nope. wear those. Those don't count. No. So I had to. um, I had to start laundry now. There are piles and piles and piles of clean laundry right now in my bedroom. <laughs> that probably will not get put away for a little while. And that is why it took me two weeks. I don't mind doing laundry. I, I actually really enjoy the thought of laundry getting cleaned. It's the folding and putting it away that I can't do. So because our bedroom has been clean for a while, not, I okay, I don't want to misconstrue, not clean, tidy for a while. I'm like, man, I don't want piles of laundry in my room right now like I like it the way it is so then I just didn't do it for two weeks so finally started that um I prepped for this podcast so there we go that's, that's something. good. and I kept my kids alive because I feel like that's literally what I've done the past three days as a mom like right. that's it I mean I've I've been such a what I would call bare minimum mom lately and
1: If you put your kids to bed happy, it's all you can ask for.
0: (sighs) I think I did. I mean, Andrew has definitely asked more in the last three days and I'm being super vulnerable right now, but he has asked me more than once a day, like, mama, why are you upset? And maybe like nothing was said or done. Or maybe just for a second, I was like, Andrew, can you just please eat? is eating you know I mean it's he's three so okay, that that's is just one of the
1: things with toddlers that is I, know. I think every parent gets so frustrated at mealtime mm-hmm. because I mean if on the rare occasion we do slave over a stove yeah for a hot meal for our children and then they don't want it that is so frustrating
0: it is and I I want to be the mom that doesn't sweat the small stuff because mostly because I know I will look back on it one day and miss it. Like I know that that's going to happen. Right. But I'm not there right now. And for the past few days, it's been really hard to get out of that mindset of this is tough. I just need a couple of hours to do Nothing. And it's not that I can't do that. And if I'm being honest, like I even yesterday I did that. Yesterday I got my hair done. And that was great. But I and it's not it's not that I don't enjoy that. And I love my friend who does my hair, Brittany. She's amazing. That looks amazing. She does such a good job. And I just love because I've known her since high school. It's fun to catch up and spend some time with her. And I really, really do love it. But like when I'm saying I need a break, I need to literally do nothing. But if I sit in my house and do nothing, that just further makes me feel like I'm a crappy mom or
1: crappy wife because I should be doing X, Y, or Z before tomorrow. Okay, your husband's a flight attendant. I'm going to use this analogy. Okay. You got to put your mask on before you help other people. <laughs> so you ha- you have to take care of yourself Touche first, my friend. I like it to like make sure you can take care of everybody else because we still need to ta- we need taken care of. I know we are adult women, and yes, we ha- we are wives, and yes, we are mothers, but we still need taken care of. Yeah. We do. And I don't think that we But it's hard to admit that, isn't it? I was just going to say, I don't think we always want to admit that. No. Mm Mm-mm. Hashtag
0: self-care is like a big thing right now, but I feel like... Self-care
1: can be like I did today, laying in the couch on your sweatpants all day. True. But do you kind of... just whatever you need to like reset yourself, whether like for some women it is going to get their hair done or their nails done and just getting out of the house for that period of time. For me, it was raining and I just didn't want to go anywhere and i didn't want to have to put makeup on or get ready because sometimes that is just exhausting Mm -hmm. and so to not have to do that that was my self-care today so it can be in the forum of many things self-care can mean a lot for some crazy women it's going to the gym oh not me okay so i'm gonna admit something (laughs) and i'm gonna um
0: say sorry to my friend Tiffany already. Um, last night was a, was a rough night. So, okay. Yesterday, I, um, I made, um, sorry, I'm, words, um, I swear it's not the wine, I promise. Uh, I'm just really burnt out. for that. This I'm, is just how she is. Yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm so burnt out right now. Um, and I'm really tired because I barely slept last night, which was actually the reason I canceled. But I was supposed to go to the gym this morning with my friend Tiffany at 6 a.m. for a class. And I was, in theory, looking forward to go because, believe it or not, working out, I never want to do. I never ever want to go but when i i amanda's <laughs> face like the way she's looking at me right
1: now is like why 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 gym and 6 a.m in the same sentence now don't get me wrong like i said i work night shifts so 6 a.m doesn't scare me i know but i'm just like to yeah to get up at like 5 15 to
0: get ready to go and work out i i know but when i work out my days are so much better because I feel like I did something that wasn't just good for me mentally. Like working out, actually, some people think it's just, you know, good for you physically, it gets you in shape, whatever. It is really good for you mentally. And that is honestly the reason I go. Not that I don't want to get in shape. Of course I do. Like I, you know, I've had two babies in the last three years. Like, my body does not look the way that it does before I had Andrew or like before I got pregnant with Andrew, I guess I should say. But so of course I want to get in shape. Like that is one of the main reasons I want to go work out. But another big reason is that mentally I am different on the days that I have worked out. And so it is important to me. But last night I did not sleep whatsoever. Emmett is a little bit sick and he was up and I just could not sleep on any of the other times for some reason like right now I am dead tired like I'm I don't want to compare it to like <laughs> you
1: working nights and then going to your kids oh, soccer honey, games tired, kind is of tired. tired there is no if someone's tired you're tired yeah for whatever reason but I think it's also important to point out that it is okay to to say no and be like you know what I am so sorry but I just cannot I, I well cannot I did go that today. Oh, I, like I woke that is tol- up. That is totally okay to do. Like, we should not feel like we have to commit ourselves to everything mm-hmm. or run ourselves dead into the ground or anything like that. So, I think, I mean, I think it's good that you were. Oh yeah, I canceled. To be like, I can't do. This.
0: I thought it was kind of a form of self care to say no. <laughs>
1: it is. <laughs> But and that's I, a whole, that's a conversation for a whole nother, oh, a whole nother totally day. Is. But no, just to I, be able to say no to everything that pops up, that is a-okay. I want to have a
0: podcast episode about the relationship that we have with ourselves. And because this podcast is called the Failing Awesomely podcast, I'm conf- I'm, I'm confident that I can have that kind of episode without really having it all together because for the most part, I have a pretty good relationship with myself. I've had a lot of ups and downs, but I think it takes the ups and downs for you to be able to have a good relationship with yourself. So I'm uh, that is something I definitely want to tap into. But I want to know your what I did list. Not If if, it did, if it's not from
1: today, then yesterday. No, my to-do list today was actually quite short. Laundry <laughs> would be about it. Hey, that's good for um, what I, I did list. I stirred the pan of peppers and onions for my husband while he was grilling steak. Oh, that's <laughs> <great>. <laughs> I mean, today hey. it was not a good list. But I feel like that's okay that you don't have to have this amazing list. Nope. Every day, even if you reflect back on your week and what mm-hmm. you accomplished this week, I, in the midst of working the weekend, I still um, made it to the soccer games that we needed to get to. I still started laundry. I felt like my, my weekend, what I did lists, if I can put sleep on there for a little bit, that's a success for me. And I did. Good job. Speaking of failing awesomely, if there's anything I fail awesomely at, it is it uh. is the gym. Do you uh. remember um, two years ago when when we decided to do a total body blast class? Oh, I still and do that. Not only did I like fail throughout the whole thing, huffing and puffing and not keeping up, I had my pants on backwards. <laughs> so amanda
0: and the gym Mm-mm. it just it clashes
1: backwards clash absolutely <laughs> oh my goodness uh well but anyway sometimes i think your successes can just be doing something you didn't really feel like doing but you did it anyway and you powered through it and you got it done so definitely that was me this week that
0: should go on your What I Did list. And in the past too, like since we recorded that um, that first episode talking about the What I Did lists and um, I haven't necessarily made a specific list every single night, but just having that mentality at the end of the day, I either write one thing down that I did that I'm proud of or just wrote something down if I had a really bad day or even if I didn't write it down, but I would like... And I didn't, it's not even something that I made myself do. Like sometimes you have to make it a habit for, what do they say? Like 21 days makes a habit or something like that. So, but it wasn't even that. It was like my mind was automatically going to that, which is such a healthy thing for me. And I think it can really help other people too that might feel intimidated by to-do lists or feel guilty or you know, whatever negative feeling right. you may feel from, I to think do the list. important
1: thing to remember about what I did lists is that there is nothing too small or insignificant for your list. Mm-hmm. There is really not. Amen.
0: Love it. So going back to me feeling like a bare minimum mom, um, has a mom of two toddler boys, they're, they're age three and, one he's actually he'll be 16 months old soon um it's it's been tough for me lately and I understand like I don't know who sang it or what was it Toby Keith or was it somebody else who sang
1: no it won't be like this for long
0: no that you're gonna miss this I know it wasn't Toby Keith and I can I know what Trace he looks Atkins. like. Trace Atkins. Trace Atkins. Yep. Good job. Thank you. Um, you're gonna miss this. And I know I'm going to, but man, I I've been having a tough time lately. Emmett is constantly trying to kill himself. <laughs> 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 he really is. And I went th- I, I understand this stage. Like I remember going through it with Andrew, but one, I just had one kid to take care of um so it's a it's a little bit different when you add another one in some people say it's easier when you have your second kid and I think it's easier in the sense of I know sort of what to expect but at the same like my kids could not be more different could not be more different Andrew is very calculated he and he can be so much fun. In fact, lately he is. He is so much fun. I love hanging out with Andrew. Um, but he just—he kind of understood things earlier on. He went through about a month-long period of once he could walk and once he could climb, and he would climb up on things he wasn't supposed to, and he would get into things he wasn't supposed to. And and our house is baby-proofed. I don't. I do not. I don't want anybody like messaging me and be like, well, how are you baby proofing your home? Like it is,
1: it is locked down proof,
0: but it doesn't matter how baby proofed your home is. Kids will still find a way to get into things that they shouldn't, or someone will accidentally leave a door open to the bathroom or someone, you know what I mean? Like something's going to happen or they just climb on furniture and then jump and fall or do something or hit their head on a corner or, you know, there's all kinds of things that happen throughout the day. And with Andrew, that was about a month long period. And so far with Emmett, it's been a four month long period. And I'm just tired. (laughs) I'm ready for him. Oh Yeah,
1: it's exhausting to be on your toes all day.
0: Yeah, I'm just ready for him to get over that hump and into the and I don't want to wish his life away because he's, he's such a happy kid. But also in this phase, when they're around this age, they understand a lot of language but can't verbalize it yet. So they get really frustrated when they can't explain themselves. And that it's I think it's been harder with Emmett because this phase is lasting longer than it was with Andrew so and now I have Andrew so I'm left always feeling guilty because Andrew so many times throughout the day is like mama could you just be with me like could you do something with me and he doesn't ask me in like a forceful way or a toddler tantrum way he's like genuinely wanting to spend quality time with me and because I constantly have to make sure Emmett's not breaking his neck it's hard. Right. And Emmett does take a nap every day. But I feel like in some of those days, there are many days. Like I would say probably at least three days a week. I do nothing but hang out with Andrew. We like the one day we baked a cake. We From scratch. From scratch. Yes, it was. Which that was the only thing that went on my what I did list that day.
1: That's a big <laughs> By the thing. Way. Baking with kids is. That's a whole other conversation. But that for me. I can't do it because I'm like I sit there and I'm like it's very hard for me this just let me do it just let me do it just let me do it nope nope let them do it let them Mm -hmm. do it so I think that is huge what gets me through is seeing the smile
0: on his face and knowing how much he craves it and he loves cooking he loves it so much so between that and sometimes what we'll do is we'll do a craft like you can buy these they're they're a dollar each crafts at AC Moore. I'm sure they have them at other craft stores, but one of our local craft stores is AC Moore and they have these $1 crafts. And oh my gosh, Andrew lights up. He wants to do one every day. But there are some days where I'm like, buddy, I have, I either, and it's not even that I have to, but I genuinely want to edit a podcast episode or plan for another episode or work on these gnome orders that I have because I don't want to be doing it super late into the night and then be exhausted the next morning when my kids wake up or I want to finish folding some laundry because it's been a week like I need to put it away like I need to fold it and I need to put it away but seeing that look on my son's face of like mom I just want you to be with me wrecks me so I've been dealing with keeping one son alive and trying to keep the other one happy. And it had like today, like, you know how um, back in episode one when we were, we kind of went on that like mom tangent when I was telling my, my story of the music industry and you said how like there were times where you went to bed and was like, I was not good today. Like, I just feel like I completely failed today.
2: Oh yes. That was
0: today for me. I felt like I was super short-tempered with both of my kids. Like at one point I was like Emmett Duncan, oh, ugh. like I couldn't keep it together. I could not keep my cool and that reflected onto Andrew. But another thing that's just been happening over the last few days is I will catch Andrew like randomly kicking his brother mm. or do and Aww. you know Andrew's like super sweetheart. Oh, that's I not love that who child he so, is. So so much I know that as a three-year-old, that's a reflection of you're getting attention that I'm not, and I'm mad, so I'm going to kick you. It's just, and I immediately, when I see it, which I don't know if there's been other times I haven't, but when because <laughs> so, Emmett's such a brick house, like he is going to tower over Andrew. Emmett sometimes doesn't even flinch. He <laughs> oh, <laughs> does goodness. not phase him. So... Emmett's reaction doesn't give it away so I have to catch it but he like I've seen him push Emmett um kick him or do other things it's just been with within the last few days and um I correct it but today I was like getting downright super mad about it to to the point that you shouldn't with a three-year-old. I mean, you need to correct it, in my opinion. Like, you need oh, to Oh, for sure. Because you don't you want him doing that it. to anyone at school. Not that he would. No. I don't want him ever doing that. You know, timeouts, very appropriate. Or, you know, whatever form of, you know, time out ish punishment. Like, punishment for a three-year-old. You know uh, what right. I mean?
1: Right. There's a little limited there.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that uh, it's parenting for me has just been hard lately because it's been really hard for me to keep my cool and I know how young they are I know the kind of patience they deserve right now and I am kind of feeling like I'm at my wits end not able to really give it and I know because when David's home he is very hands-on with the kids and is very, very helpful. And he has been working a lot. He's been gone a lot. Cause like you said earlier, he's a flight attendant. So when he works, he's gone for days at a time. And lately it's been like long stretches of days. Um, and then he's only home for like two days before he goes back out again. So I think, although we, I'm, I'm so proud of us with like, the financial plans that we're making and that's why he's working so much um I'm thankful that I have a husband who wants to go the extra mile and do that and sacrifice spending more time with his family like when I really sit and think about it I am super grateful but on the other hand I'm like man I'm I'm not okay right now and I literally, I'm talking like I forget we're recording and other people are going to hear this right (laughs) now. I'm hoping that everything that I'm saying is going to help somebody not feel alone. Let's just put it that way. But this is parenting for me right now. And I know you tell me like, and you always say it in the best way. Like you don't say it like, oh, don't feel that way because you're going to miss it. Like you just kind of say like, I do really miss them being little. I miss those times. So what now that you're a parent, you've been a parent for twelve years and you have two boys that are seriously like the same age apart as my Andrew and Emmett, yes. what's parenting like now?
1: Um As I well, take a sip I was of wine. Say, with this in man. some ways it's quite similar because Peyton, my twelve year old still The other day, he insisted that now they share a closet, but I gave them their own colored hangers so there is no confusion over whose clothes are whose. But Peyton insisted that that was his shirt that Nolan was going to wear to school the next day. And he whipped Peyton with a shirt or Nolan with a shirt. And so in some aspects, it is the same because you're talking about Andrew kicking Emmett and I'm like, yep yep still doing that still dealing with that Peyton you know Peyton will just have to like give him a little shove or something for no for no good reason other than being angry Mm -hmm. or I'm getting the classic you like Nolan more than me obviously not true they're both my favorites for different reasons if that makes sense yeah no it totally does um so in some ways it is it is still the same. Um but then I think back on those times and I'm like okay, well now they're a little bit more independent and they can sort of entertain themselves. Peyton has a phone. Mm-hmm. So while they do mostly still want to spend time with me, it's not as demanding. Mm-hmm. Um So I will say the independence is nice. They can get themselves a drink. They don't need me for everything. So it's not like, no, I lie. It is like, mom, 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 mom. Can I I get, can you get me this? Can you get me a drink? But I'm able to be like, get up and get it. Yes. You know where the kitchen is. You know where the cups are. Help yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's nice that they can have I don't know they can do more things I can expect more of oh, them definitely. I can I do the laundry but I'm like I sit it on them like, you put your clothes away I'm not doing mm-hmm. it
0: oh yeah you can delegate so, tasks and chores to them now
1: I can which sounds great and it is sometimes but then you know it's like Ugh.
0: attitude <gasps> oh
1: the attitude mm-hmm. all the time everything oh my goodness whether it's what are we having for dinner and then i tell them and i have one kid who's like okay and the other one's like i don't want that tough so it's the same <laughs> yes <laughs> it is it it is it's the same but in a different yeah form mm-hmm. in a way but i'm like why do you have to complain about everything And I have gotten, I find myself telling them once they complain so many times a day, I'm like, you know what? I'm doing the best I can. Like, I can be a little bit more real with them. Like, I'm tired. I worked all night. I barely got any sleep before I had to come get you from school. Mm -hmm. And then you have soccer practice tonight and I'm exhausted. So you just need to be thankful that you have a good meal in front of you or, you know, whatever. But I can be a little bit more real with them. and
0: Yeah, which I, I think would help me a little bit if I could not, you know, I don't want to be able, I don't want to have to talk to my kids exactly like an adult when they're a kid. But to be able to say, look, mom is this because of this. It's a combination of your behavior and circumstances of being an adult. Not your fault, not your problem, but I would really appreciate it if you would do X, Y, or Z.
1: Right. Well, I can tell them. Like, if it, it, sometimes the attitude is just continuous. And there are times I can be like, you know what? I'm running out of patience. So I need you to change your attitude and have a better attitude. And maybe if you did that, things wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. So I feel like I can be a little bit more real with them. Um, and like I said, there is the independence factor that they mm-hmm. can do more things. I can expect a little bit more of them, even if it comes with a little bit of attitude. Um, but I feel like they can comprehend more of oh, what yeah. I'm saying. And they can better grasp... Like, if I tell them, look, I'm really tired and I really just need you two to behave today. Like, I'm really tired. I just, I have a lot going on. I just, I would really appreciate if you would just be on your best behavior and just be respectful. That would help me. Even if you don't like what we're having for dinner, be thankful, you know, that we cooked for you or, you know, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. So there is that which I like, and the, you said how Andrew's so much fun and you enjoy hanging out with him, I and do. I get that now because now that they're older, when Peyton gets off the bus, we have about an hour and a half to kill until Nolan's bus comes. Jeez! So we go to Target because <laughs> why I not? Need, I need not explain. <laughs> and do you need he a likes reason to get a drink at Starbucks? It's not a coffee drink, so please don't judge. It's a refresher. Who cares? And he loves it. So, but we go and we walk around Target and it's, I get to like hang out with this cool person because when he's, when Peyton's by himself, he's cool.
0: Yeah. One-on-one time with your kids is incredible because you really get to see who they really are,
1: even when they're really young. Right. And because, you know, their dad and I are divorced. It is hard to get the one-on-one time mm-hmm. because I get them, you know, together. So it's not like I have, you know, whatever. But anyway, um, no, Peyton is such a cool kid. When And I I really enjoy those times that we get to hang out before Nolan's bus comes. But it does make me realize he is a cool kid and we can talk. And he's, you know, he'll talk to me about sports and the Penn State football. And he'll just be like, I'm like, talking to me about all these players. And I'm like... Who's that? Is that the quarterback? He's like, oh, mom. I'm like, I don't know. But he's just – he's really cool to interact with now. And it's so much fun when they get older to be – Peyton To, like, hang out with them. It's – they're fun. Yeah.
0: I look – I mean, I already love that with Andrew. But I look forward to being able to do it with both of them. And I – like, even just admitting that, I feel so guilty, though, because I'm like – I I really love Emmett he is hilarious like the way he laughs the way he's saying words he was such a happy baby I mean he was a much happier baby than Andrew so in the first year of his life he actually was way easier than Andrew was it's just been a different phase now but like I know he's going to be such a fun kid and I don't want to wish his life away but no, man you're not. but just know you have a lot of of a new dynamic to look forward to. Yes. And I'm, I'm super, super excited about that. But I also want to be able to live in the moment at the same time.
1: That's hard because I feel like a lot of people are like, Oh, enjoy it. It goes by so fast. But Mm -hmm. you know what? Motherhood is not enjoyable every day. It's not. It's not even enjoyable for a period of time. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I Thank think back you. to a general stage of my child's life when they were especially younger toddlers, and I'm like, "Oh, I did not enjoy that. That was not fun." Yeah, kids are not always enjoyable.
0: Well, amen. Thank you. And for that saying is okay that to
1: admit they are not. True.
0: We actually, I we told love Amanda them, but- that one of the things that I wanted to um I wanted to to do for this episode was pick a song or two that we relate to in parenthood <laughs> at least now mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go first because you have one sentimental one and I have one <laughs> one <laughs> and, <laughs> and one sentimental one And because I don't really know the copyright law for podcasts, I know that with YouTube videos and different things, as long as you play like 10 seconds or less or 15 seconds or less or something like you don't you're not um, you're not going against the copyright law, but I don't know what it is for podcasts. So you're actually going to get to hear me sing right now. Um, That's a
1: musical treat for everybody.
0: Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm half a glass of wine in people, so woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> but the songs that I picked that best describe parenthood for me are, the first one is Teeth by Five Seconds of Summer. Or five? Yes. I'm not up with the times. I really do enjoy this song, but I don't know bands anymore. Well, and this is
1: going to be my first time hearing it, so.
0: Oh, I have to play you the real thing. So the lyrics and the chorus, it this reminds me of both my kids mostly Emmett but um also with Andrew lately how he's kind of treated his brother but it goes fight so dirty but your love so sweet talk so pretty but your heart got teeth <laughs> and like that's it makes me think of my very children perfect. because they are hot and cold all the time so that's my one song that's my funny song But my other song is, and I could have picked a way more sentimental song, but this song came on the radio the other day when I had had a frustrating morning, but I was taking both of my kids to Target. (laughs) It's the happiest place on earth. Um, Screw Disney. Um, And I Don't Care by Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber came on. And although it's about a couple, the lyrics in the chorus, they go, I don't care when I'm with my baby, yeah. All the bad things disappear. You're making me feel like maybe I am somebody. I can deal with the bad nights when I'm with my baby, yeah. And that makes me think of my kids because they're still so young. So like you have some rough nights with them, especially when they're sick, but they make you feel like, like just like the lyrics say, they make you feel like you're somebody. Right. They make you feel like, you have a purpose in
1: this world so those are my songs what's yours mine is a song that I have listened to almost every single day actually since the first day of school Aww. when I played it on repeat after they got on after specifically Peyton got on the bus um I played the song on repeat and sobbed my entire <laughs> 45 minute drive home <laughs> and it was Taylor Swift, Never Grow Up. Mm. And I've been so – I know we've talked about how sentimental I've been about Peyton starting middle school this year, and I feel Definitely. like that is such a drastic change, and it's such a new stage. Um, and now that we're, like, in the thralls, and he's got, like, projects, and oh, he's got a girlfriend. Uh, so uh, insert uh, the clip uh. – Of the very first time we recorded. Oh, that's what I'm going to have to
0: do. I'm going to have to insert the clip of you saying, you talking about Peyton meeting girls from episode one, and you're like, I don't have to worry about that. He doesn't like girls. And we're not that far into the school year, and he already has a girlfriend.
1: He does. That's hilarious. Poor mom. So now I'm navigating new waters with that. And... It it is just a song. I can't listen to it without crying. I think every parent should listen to it because it's it. I I listen to it and I think back to him bouncing in an exer saucer. Mm. and I remember being so glad to get rid of all those plastic hunks of junk. But then I listen to that song and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to go back to that. I know. I want to go back to that. And I'm hoping
0: that I get there and I don't regret the days I didn't enjoy it. So is it okay to just enjoy moments and not necessarily full-blown
1: days? <laughs> yes, because <laughs> I, I will say this. When I reflect back on my kids being your kid's age, mm-hmm. um, well, I do know that the that period of time had its moments, and it had its, like, frustrations, and, um, and I know I said there are even periods of time as a mom you don't have to like, but when I think back to Peyton being at that age, those aren't the times I think about. If we're going to talk about kids being, having tantrums and stuff, I could surely chime in, but in general, when I think back to the times of my kids being one and three, I think back to the cute things that, you know, that Peyton was saying about Nolan, like when I was nursing him and he'd be like, mommy, Nolan drink chocolate milk like me. <laughs> Those are the things <laughs> that I remember Aww. when I think back to it. So I don't, I don't always look back and think of, oh, I am, that was like the worst. Yeah. I don't. There are f- far many more memories, good memories during that time than... good. The good definitely outweigh the bad. And it's hard to see that now.
0: I just don't. My fear and my guilt is that I let the fact that this stage is hard keep me from fully enjoying it. Because so many people say it goes away in the blink of an eye. And no matter what you feel, you will miss it. And to a degree, I get that and I understand. But I also want to punch those people in the face sometimes because I'm like... You're not helping. I just I just wanna st- I just it doesn't help the moment that I'm in right now and the kind of day that I had today no, keeping that does my not child help. alive. Like I felt like I was going to have a heart attack.
1: That is not what any
0: mom needs to hear. No. But no, I mean I think everything that you've said has given me a really positive perspective and I really needed it tonight. Because Amanda and I, when we sit down and do a podcast, we briefly we talk about what we're going to talk about. We go over the bullet points. We each jot down like what we're going to say and we kind of go over the outline of it and then we just record. Like I don't know what you're going to say. You don't know what I'm going to say <laughs> necessarily. So I it was super enlightening for me and I really needed it and I really appreciate it. And this podcast is the longest podcast we've ever had which I think is perfectly fine and we needed to talk this all out and I hope – truly, truly, truly hope that other moms are listening to this going, yes, amen, sister. Like, I understand. And if you're not and you're one of those crazy moms that just enjoys every minute, that's amazing.
1: Good for you. Just don't make us feel bad about it. I think our whole goal of this was just to be real. We yes. didn't want to come on and pretend like we are living these amazing lives, which we are. But we still there f- are moments that are not so amazing and they are okay to talk about and so I think we just we're being real and transparent
0: yes yes we definitely are um I think one takeaway that I wanted to say before closing this was remember that no matter how low you feel as a mom some days if you make sure that they're fed they're hugged kissed and told that they're loved you're doing better than you think
1: I love that Because remember when we started this, I said, but did they go to bed happy?
0: Yep. Did they go to bed happy? If if they go to bed feeling loved, even if it was a little bit of a rough day, I think you're doing better than you think.
2: See you girl, I know you're kind, and I'm not surprised, you know all about me, you track down the facts, since I caught his eye, now you're talking sh-